All right, me and the Townite fellows are about two weeks away from entering the real world. And pretty soon, we're going to have to fend for ourselves as entrepreneurs. So this whole last week, Jeremy has been putting us through ninja negotiation training. I'm Kristen Clark. You're listening to Inside Townite. And in this episode, I want to share a thing or two I learned about making a deal. Okay, so you, you and you got my offer yesterday of 220000 Yes, that's a little low. Mm-hmm. Considering this is the nicest house in the block. Mm-hmm. This week, Jeremy gave us a bunch of role-playing exercises where we had to haggle over snow plows and houses and salaries and benefits. In one of the exercises, we even had to play competing dish detergent companies, bargaining over whether we were going to run a negative ad campaign against each other. And what's funny is that even though these scenarios were totally fictional, some real-world patterns started to emerge. So here are a few things I learned. Number one, make sure you're listening to the person on the other side of the table. One of the big mistakes I made at first was assuming that my negotiation partner was the enemy, somebody who wanted the exact opposite of what I wanted. But it turned out that in almost every negotiation, there were tons of places where our interests overlapped. The trick is you have to be looking for those things and be clear with your partner about what's ideal for you. Or you might miss the chance to agree on something that'll make both of your lives easier. Is there like a minimum price you're hoping to get for the place? Do you have any other things? Like, are you moving into another house that you need to be able to get the down payment on or something Uh, like that? No, I'm already out of this house, so I can hold on to it if I don't get what I'm looking for. Oh, really? I mean, I could rent it also if I had to. So if I don't get the proper, like, the yield... you might want to rent it, too. If I don't get the yield that I need, I won't sell. Oh, really? Number two, get real about the numbers. A lot of the time, negotiations can seem like this really arbitrary process. You have this ideal price or outcome in mind and sort of this vague sense that you may not get exactly what you want. But in the heat of the moment, it's really easy to get wrapped up and lose track of what your options actually are. So in class, we learn to find our BATNA. This sounds really jargony, but what it is is the best possible thing that can happen if you walk away from the table without making a deal. For example, let's say you're selling a truck for $8,000, and your next best option is to sell it to the junkyard for $3,000. That $3,000 is your BATNA. You know that no matter how much it sucks, you should probably try to make a deal with your current partner as long as they're offering anything more than that, even if they're only willing to pay $3,100. By arriving at a cold, hard number as your baseline, you'll make sure that you're not walking away from a deal just because you're miffed that they didn't offer you more. Number three, drop an anchor. During these exercises, we started to realize that the price of the final deal that we made was really closely correlated with the very first number put on the table. For example, if an employer starts off saying that a job pays $30,000 a year, it will be pretty hard to argue her back up to $70,000, even if she's authorized to pay you $90,000. In short, it can really help to be the first one to say the number. This is called anchoring because by doing this, you're basically tethering the conversation to a certain range of numbers that's favorable to you. And the last thing I learned, be patient. Jeremy told us that 90% of the compromises in a deal are made during the last 10% of the negotiation process. You obviously can't be too stubborn or rigid, but if you really know your limits, holding your ground for just a bit longer can really pay off. I'm working on on negotiation for tomorrow. I'm trying to figure out. um, Actually, do you want to come around and look at it? Yeah, yeah, Yeah? let's do it. Okay, so... Now, on to the real world. This week, my partner David and I are both heading into talks with potential partner organizations. So it's time to put everything I learned into practice. I I think this is, see this number right here? Yeah. Like, if we were to give all of this stuff, then we would need, we would need this number from them to 
make it worth it, I think. Okay. I'm Kristen Clark, and I'll be back next week with more stories from Inside Town Night. 